Want me to cut your meat, Dad? Thanks, honey. Hi, everyone. If you don't know me, my name is Lacey. And as my dad said, this Sunday will be my 10th Purity Bowl. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. I am so filled with gratitude to God for getting me this far. It is not an easy road. People, they don't understand. <clears throat> they make fun of us. They think we're crazy. But they will never understand the joy of telling their future husbands that they waited for them. Are these imaginary future husbands also saving themselves from marriage, Lacey? Are they virgins? Joe, sit down. Um, well, um, it's much, it's much harder for young men to remain pure. I mean, we all know that. I think that all we can do is ask our fathers to protect us. I want to give my future husband the greatest gift. And that is a gift that you can only give once. Thank you so much for your question, Joe, as always. And I do have an answer for you. You see, I have two young sons, but purity looks a little different for young men. See, they don't need to be monitored the same way women do. They are not as easily fooled. Hello, and welcome to another episode of That's So Random, a random movie podcast. I'm Keith Lambert. My guest this episode, all the way from Jersey, right? Yeah, New Jersey. Chris McGinnis. Before we get into tonight's, tonight, this week's, this episode's movie, Pure, from 2019, it's one of the Hulu Into the Dark movies. Before we get into all that, uh, let's talk about you a minute. Uh, a, a burgeoning filmmaker, was that? Yes? Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a different word. <laughs> I, uh, I've been running around with a video camera since I was like 13, but... I two years ago is when I started making like short horror films, really. Like, I was always just making dumb shit for the longest time. And uh, your newest one, what is the newest one? Um, what's the oh, one you I'll, and Beth I'll, made, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll take care of the cats. Uh, she wrote that, and we shot that at the Quality Inn in Massachusetts because <laughs> uh, because she's from Massachusetts and I'm in Jersey, so we have a long distance relationship. So I go up and visit her and she wrote that and we shot it in the quality in, in only a few hours actually. And it's honestly, it's the, it's funny. It's the quickest one I've done and she wrote it anyways, but it's the most viewed movie I have out of all the ones I made. Well, it's pretty good. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't complaining at all. It's fucking awesome. I love that movie. It's creepy. She plays a good, uh, psycho. She does. <laughs> yeah, she was just, for the listeners, she was uh, supposed to be with us for this episode, but her mom's having some health problems, so everybody send good vibes to Massachusetts for Beth's mom, and you guys met because of horror. Like, horror brings people together in a way that people don't talk about or think about. Yeah? It, it, it literally brought us together. <laughs> like, she was doing, like, horror movie reviews or just movie reviews in general on like IMDB. And I guess she decided to make an Instagram account and do it on there. And literally the day she made it, 
is I I literally slid into her DMs the day she made it. See, sometimes it works. <laughs> yeah, and, and it worked, and that was that's gonna be literally that's just about a year ago. But you, uh, yeah, you've made your own movies before. Oh, yeah, before I mean, she came along, if you want to shout yeah, out where people can find those real quick, yeah, um, YouTube.com/slash Chris McGinnis. That's uh, my. I think that's my Twitter handle and my Instagram too. Anyways, well, you Chris McGinnis, my name. But yeah, on there, it's all my. Uh, there's six short horror movies and a ten-part like found footage web series that I've done all in the last little over two years. I've knocked out six movies in a web series, and I do them all by myself. That's what I like to throw in there. Just so if people watch them and they want to shit on them. It's like, hey, just remember, I made this completely by myself. No, man. Look, you're doing something that I... The podcast is my sort of creative outlet, but it's not... I mean, let's... Because <laughs> I've given up writing a long time, or I don't have the patience for writing anymore that I used to. But that's something I would love to do, but don't even know where to start, you know? So, no, no, nobody can shit on... I mean, I, this show is often me shitting on movies, so I, maybe I should <laughs> temper what I say. Yeah. But See, yeah, I, I get it. I get exactly what you you know because it, but it's also like it's it, there's a little bit of a difference between shitting on a 20 million dollar budget movie and somebody that's doing it by themselves in their apartment yeah. or their backyard or something like that but i get it on the writing thing because right dude writing like i'm working on my seventh movie right now like i'm literally getting ready to start filming it but i'm like going over the script and i'm just like ah man like the writing like i it's just writing is tough man like it really is like there's three months at a time where i'm just racking my head against the wall not being able to think and everything and i want to quit you know like fuck this i'm done but then something happens and you think of something oh no okay here we go but then filming it all like making the movies once i write it and like then my anxiety hits when it's like oh i gotta start filming this that's when like every day I feel sick to my stomach and that's the hard part. But then you do it like just little by little, all of a sudden you're like, Oh shit. Like I have a movie. That's cool. All right. Well, yeah, my original intention was to have maybe a, a female perspective on what is a pretty female centric movie and not just two dudes talking about it, but it is what it is. And, uh, we I we'll can give you bets. I can give you Beth's opinion a little bit where she 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 wasn't very fond of it, let's say that. And she didn't like the girls, I guess, is for the when I talked to her last, she said that. Well, I think before we so, get into the like the actual like plot of it kind of beat by beat, for me kind of just an overall consensus of it, I, I enjoy the movie, but I feel that the subject matter is terrifying and weird and gross enough without any of the supernatural shit, you could have taken all of the Lilith stuff out and just a movie about these fucked up dads and purity culture and purity balls and all that stuff. That's scary enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I know. I actually agree with you because it, that's where it kind of lost me was when it got into the supernatural stuff because it's, I agree with you 100% where I thought it was going. Like I was, I liked the movie too. Like I was on edge. Like it had me hooked. And then once it got to the supernatural stuff, I was like, and you could have done without that, and this movie still would have been like awesome because I thought it was going to go kind of a different little direction with the reverend guy and stuff. Like, yeah, the hmm, because the supernatural stuff, the whole Lilith angle, it sort of pays off at the very end when sort of, sort of for the supernatural kind of revenge. But everything leading up to that, it's all that shitty 
Snapchat filter smile thing that was all over that Truth or Dare movie, and I can't fucking stand it. Like, that's every scare is like, look at my mouth move. Like, it's the yeah. cheapest shit. I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Like, it was like the movie, like that, the whole atmosphere of the movie going, like, just, just like what you said earlier, just the whole, like, the, the whole situation. Because I was like, oh, I mean, like, this stuff happens in, like, real life, I guess. Cause I'm not, like, a religious person at all. So, like, I was like, man, this is, like, wild shit. Like, <laughs> do people do this? Well, that's the thing I need people to understand who who watch this along with us is that if they think like, oh, wow, what an exaggerated take. Like, no, other than the cage that they lock girls in at the end, <laughs> this is a pretty documentary, like, <laughs> this is a pretty accurate depiction of what this bullshit is like. And that's yeah, what's wild. scary. It's, that's Exactly. That's what creeped me out because I was like, man, like, right now, like, this is happening somewhere and that's like, it's... It's just wild to me. Like, and the dads in the movie were creepy as hell to me. Yeah, I'm look. I'm not saying that every father who engages in this purity ball, purity culture activity, purity rings. I'm not saying that every one of them is definitely an incestuous pedophile. What I am saying is that most dads who engage in this sort of activity probably are incestuous pedophiles. That's where I <laughs> thought it was going at a point when, like they would like the dad and the daughter would go to the reverend's office and they're like, I'm like, why are they going in there by themselves? Like, I thought like it was going in that direction. And like, that's where I thought it was actually heading until it got to like supernatural. But <laughs> did they ever explain why they were going in the office and stuff like with the girls separately? No, not really. It's sort of built into kind of the mystery of, Ooh, what's in the office? What's in that closet? Is it the box that they get put in to pray or whatever? But, it kind of didn't come to much because it just turns out to be a closet. I'm guessing it's, yeah. you know, the dads, the girls are being punished or admonished for something, you know. Yeah, yeah something, because that's where I thought it was heading into some creepy, weird, like, pedophile type stuff. That, I was getting uncomfortable because I'm like, what the hell are they doing in there? And then it kind of just never acknowledged it. And then, yeah, that, it turned out to be a closet. I was like, oh, okay. So our main character is Shay. She's played by Jakara Smith, who was in, uh, she was on that Nosferatu show, and not much else yet, anyway. She was good in it. I liked her. Yeah, the acting's all decent enough. Yeah, like, I was sold. Like, it wasn't like, I was like, oh, they suck. Like, I was like, they had me hooked. And she is, keeps having visions of this woman in, like, a black wedding dress, who, yeah, whenever she smiles at her, it's that bullshit snapchat filter smile thing that oh, i can't stand it. it's what i thought the movie smile was going to be and thank god it wasn't they didn't rely yeah, I, on they didn't rely on that thing but yeah 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 smile was uh another one that was uh okay i guess yeah my issue with smile is that it was nothing but loud noise jump scares that's all it had going for yeah. it. i mean it's entertaining exactly, it's fine it's fun but yeah i yeah, said the same thing not, about it not terribly the... scary to me <laughs> no but it's shay and her sister joe are being brought by their father, Kyle, to this, yeah, this sort of purity retreat. And you'll notice immediately that Joe and Shay have very different skin tones, and there's a backstory there. Shay has just been brought into the family recently. Her mother passed away, and her mother and Kyle, many, many years ago, I guess 16 or 17 years ago, had some sort of affair, and Shay was the product of that, and he didn't know she existed she just he just found out that he has this daughter with this lady who died 
and now she has been sort of adopted by them and brought into their weird, <laughs> weird evangelical bullshit. Very weird. We meet Pastor Seth, who has the most Chekhov's gun <laughs> maybe ever in a movie. Like, he's just, he's a pastor, but he, oh, he has a pistol on his hip, which will come to nothing until the last two minutes of the movie. So they really, he's just walking around with wearing a gun for no reason. Okay. Yeah, that was another. That was that was exactly another thing. I'm like, why? Like, they show the gun right away, and then I'm like, well, where's like what is happening with the gun? Like, what? And then and then at the end, you're like, oh, okay. But I thought that was gonna be a little more at play in the movie too. Well, they definitely set it up, so you can't say they didn't. They, 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 they definitely <laughs> set it up. Yeah. And his daughter, Lacey. This is her tenth purity thing. She's a very demure, very quiet, very much under daddy's thumb creature's daughter type and the other girl spends a little bit of time with is kellyanne she's another blonde girl there's a bunch of girls at this thing with their dads but other than these four none of them get names or ever speak i don't think (laughs) they don't have a line of dialogue they're just kind of table dressing and um pastor seth's first sort of sermon he's talking a lot about well his first sermon is about lilith the biblical character who was removed from the bible adam's first wife this is actually weirdly the second movie about Lilith I've done for this show. I did a movie just called Lilith, but... I never saw that one. It's super low budget, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I take issue here because I don't think any like super evangelical, super Christian group like this is... They will go out of their way to not mention Lilith. To not mention the stuff that was removed from the Bible. Because that's like the apoper- apocryphal gospels. Like, we don't talk about those. Those aren't those aren't legit. Those aren't real. You know, like and, and no Christian most Christians I know don't even know that that stuff exists and used to be in the Bible and was taken out. So for him to be harping on it this way feels a little off to me. But I guess we have to the, he's giving the backstory of who Lilith is, which we'll need for the rest of the movie, I guess. But that I thought was strange because no way they go out of their way to not talk about that stuff. Yeah, it's literally the first thing he talks about. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a book all about her in the girl's cabin for them to research it, which, wow, that's a little... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> ...off to right, me. Right, yeah. Whether maybe Lilith put that book there for... I don't know. I don't know. It's a little silly, but there's a group of boys. Basically, the setup of this thing is they have these... They all get together for these sermons in the chapel, and they have little small group discussions. But otherwise, they're kind of just at sleepaway camp kind of like the girls are in all together in a cabin the dads are off wherever in their own cabin there's a group of boys who are kind of lurking around from some i don't know if they're from a camp across the lake like <laughs> revenge of the nerds or something or what is that i haven't seen revenge of the nerds in a long time is there a camp across the lake or is that a, i think in a different movie i don't know i but no that's a good <laughs> point though because i was wondering that in the movie i'm like well where did these dudes show up from like there's like three of them and I'm like well what there's only three and where are they from like they show up in the truck at the one place and then they're just there but it's like you never know where they go where they came from like well we'll we'll find out what their deal is but for now we oh, just know yeah, there's that's some right, that's right. we'll yeah, know yeah, that yeah. for now all we know is there's just some boys around one of them is sort of joe joe's sort of boyfriend jack because she met him here last summer and one of his friends is gabe who kind of hits it off with shay right away and they're sneaking off to talk all stuff that you know the fathers and the pastor would not be into and the first night the girls do a ritual sort of that they kind of back out of at the last minute but maybe it worked or maybe it didn't suppose like they like it's kind of the craft stuff where like oh we're gonna summon lilith he 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 
But then, like, actually, like, they blow out the candles and the candles relight themselves. They get freaked out and they run away. But they don't think much of it. They don't think anything came of it, but it will turn out that it did. And throughout the movie, Shay is having, keeps having visions of, she'll see Lilith in the distance, or, and it's this dumb Snapchat filter thing. I know I keep harping on it, but it's, it's that and CGI, <laughs> that and CGI blood are my two biggest pet peeves in horror movies nowadays. And CGI blood, at least I can see its purpose sometimes, you know, but this, yeah, it's I, not I, scary. I it's that. so goofy looking, this silly, like, we just stretched their face to make an unnatural smile. Like, it's, no, 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 no. It's so lame. Well, no, but okay, back to when they, when the girls did the ritual, though, Shay was like, we're missing something. And I was like, well, how did she know that? And, like, she finds the feather. Like, I was always just like, well, how did... But I guess she was already she already knows because she was already seeing the visions though Lilith. I was always that part kind of confused me for a little bit because I was like, well, how did she even know what to do? Yeah, that's another part of it is she was even having these visions of Lilith before they ever did the ritual, before they even got to this place. Like the opening scene is her having one while on their car ride while she's sleeping in the car. So I'm guess exactly. she's some so, sort yeah. of like chosen one, kind of I guess who's she supposed is, like, to be the, the one, yeah. Lilith's vessel or whatever, but. Shay and Joe are a little at odds as half-sisters over Kyle. Joe is really not into her dad, thinks her dad sucks. And Shay's like, hey, I'm just happy to have a dad. I didn't have a dad, like, my whole life. It was just me and my mom, and we struggled. And now I suddenly I have a dad and a sister, and, like, that's good enough for me? And Joe's like, it shouldn't be, because my dad sucks. Yeah, he, uh, he, was a, he was a creepy man, though. Like, he creeped me out the whole time. All the dads are creepy as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, we don't they need, all are. We don't need this Lilith shit. We don't need special effects. Just these dads, the way they talk to their daughters, the way they look at their daughters. Mm-mm. Ick, icky, ooh, yell. Nope. Exactly. That, that's so true, though, because that's how it made me feel. Because like, when they would talk to us, I'm like, Jesus, man. I'm like, relax. Like, what? Like, it's a teenage girl, and you're talking to her like that? Yeah, like, wear your hair up. You're prettier when you smile. Like, yeah. dude, get the fuck it's, out of here. This is I not know, Tinder, like, man. That's, that's your daughter. That's exactly how oh, yeah, This is fucked up, man. I'm like, I feel bad for people that are involved in this, like, when they don't want to be. But this shit is real. It is. It really is. The pastor's next sermon, he compares women to chewed up gum. Like, oh, a oh, piece of gum. Right. Everybody loves a piece of gum, right? But what if I do this? And he eats the gum and pulls it out. And he's like, now, look, this is you. Like, if you've kissed a boy or had sex or whatever you know like now you're chewed up gum and who wants that like what misogynistic shit man it's fucked up yeah what i know when i heard that i was just like oh god like what like uh, really in reality i'm just like this is really happening somewhere and i'm like these poor children Mm -hmm. are just being like this is how they're spoken to and what they're being raised as i'm like that's and then it's like but the boys can do whatever they want though yeah there's a whole speech about like and we can jump ahead it doesn't matter there's later on Lacey's giving a sort of a speech about this is my 10th you know purity thing and thanks to my dad i've been strong and whatever and i'm saving myself for my husband to give him the the greatest gift i can give him and joe stands up and is like hey what about this these imaginary future husbands like do they have to be virgins too and the pastor has this speech about like Hey, I have two sons, and purity looks very different in boys. Like, they're not as easily fooled as girls are, and you don't have to monitor them as much, which is such ass-backward shit, because boys are the worst. Teenage boys are the worst people on Earth. Like, <laughs> they, Yeah, 
They are. And you see it by the boys in the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, and like Joe that. has a line at one point that's something like, boys our age just want a bone. Our dads just want us to be virgins. Does it matter what I want? Like, don't I get a say? I have two different men with different agendas pulling on me in different directions. When is when is it up to me what I want to fucking do with my body? You know, which is a yeah, very good question. Like, yeah. yeah, I was like, you're right. Like, I, that's all truth. Shay sneaks off and goes swimming with Gabe and a little hanky-panky, but it's getting a little, you know, flirty for sure. Maybe Gabe kisses her at that point. I don't remember. But as she's coming back from that, she sees, she spies through the woods. Lacey, the preacher's daughter, the most staunch among them, has snuck off and is kissing a boy. It's like, ooh, even Lacey, you know, can be tempted. Lacey won't see it that way. <laughs> we'll come to find out. But, no. Um, yeah, not, not at all. When Shay gets back from swimming, because she kind of blew off small group discussion to go swim with Gabe, Kyle, the dad, is like, you know, oh, maybe you're, where were you? Maybe you're more like your sister than I thought you were, which is an insult to Joe. Like, he seems to really not like his daughter Joe at all, <laughs> which is fair yeah, that she doesn't like amazing. him either. It's like, dude, like, like, I just, yeah, it's like, yeah, I, that, it was very uncomfortable watching that movie, actually, the more I think about it. Well, and it feels like, I think he feels like, you know, he has this agenda or whatever for his daughters, to his daughter to be this pure Christian, whatever thing. And he's already blown it with Joe. Like, Joe's over this shit. Now, Shay is his new chance to sort of start over and mold a daughter the way that he wanted to do with Joe and failed to do. Which yeah, is that's true. also icky and gross. Like, yeah, it's, it's fucked up. It's all fucked up. But while he's yelling at her about that, sort of the door slams shut behind them by itself. And he goes and looks like, oh, nobody's there. So it's one, one more kind of little supernatural thing that's happening. And when uh, when Pastor Seth was giving his chewed bubblegum sermon, the cross fell off the wall. And there was a bunch of feedback from the microphones and stuff. So something is going on. Something's bubbling up under the surface, particularly around Shay, whenever she's not liking what she's hearing. And she reads in, yeah, there's a book about Lilith, and she reads in there about something about the return and the reckoning, which she keeps hearing Lilith whispering to her in her visions and stuff, which is set up for later. Kyle gives Shay a purity ring, but kind of with provisions, with like, look, I can't, like, I need you as committed to this as I am. I want you to have this purity ring. And it's basically an engagement ring. Like, let's not fucking pussyfoot around. These are fathers giving their daughters engagement rings that basically say... Your vagina belongs to Jesus and me. Yeah. And that's, that's just, yeah. and no one, no one in this country, not enough people in this country are looking at that and going, that should be investigated. Right? Exactly. Like these people should be in the stocks and the pillory in the town square and we throw fruit at them because this is, <laughs> this is not behavior we should be allowing, but freedom of religion. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, okay. I mean, yeah, do what you do, I guess. And he also says to her, when he gives her this ring, he says to her, if your mom had respected herself, things would have been very different. So, oh, that's, you know, yeah. But that's I also saying, that. so if your mom hadn't let me fuck her, you wouldn't exist. And wouldn't that be that's better? What, is what he's saying. That's crazy. Is like, <laughs> this, this guy is telling his daughters about pure goods, but it's like you cheated on your wife mm-hmm. with this other lady and had a kid. And you're like, that's when I was like, oh, this is fucked up. Like, these people are out of their minds when this guy is preaching this. But it's like, dude, you literally cheated on your wife with another woman and had a child. Yep. 
No accountability whatsoever. No, none. Uh, there's a lot of talk about what it, what is the box. It's sort of the rumor around camp among the girls is that, like, in Seth's office, there's the box. And it's where naughty girls get locked up to pray. And Lacey's like, that's not real. My dad doesn't have that. Don't You're being stupid. Don't worry about that. But the girls are like, I think, no, I think there is. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, and then they do these straight up, I'm telling you, they're straight up engagement photos. It's the dads. Oh, yeah, they're the standing on like a yeah. covered bridge in beautiful nature. And there's a professional photographer there taking pictures of them and their daughters in what are basically wedding dresses with wedding rings and engagement rings and taking these really like loving, like they're holding their daughter by the, like it's the, it's fucking disgusting shit. It's creepy. It made but me it's real. That, I, 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 I felt uncomfortable during that scene. I was like, this is, and then like Kyle was like, like to Joe, like forget it. I'll do it with Shay instead. Yeah. He's no, really just, yeah. mean, 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 mean to Joe. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kellyanne and her dad are, when they're taking the pictures, the flash goes off and his eyes sort of turn completely black for a second and he kind of stumbles and falls. How much of this is sort of Shay's visions and how much isn't, I don't. No, like they acknowledge that he sort of tripped and fell, but the black eyes thing, I think, is just Shay's visions. Yeah, I think she's the only one that sees that. They just see him like stumble back and whatever. Yeah, then we have, uh, yeah, Seth's sermon about how boys are, it's simultaneously harder for boys to remain pure, but also we don't need to watch them or guard them at all. Like their, their purity is not our business, just yours, ladies. Like, Ugh. yeah it's i know it's just like it, it, those parts like i'm just like i was like speechless i was just i remember thinking in my head watching just like like what like i but it's that's literally is like what goes on like women like girls like you you can't wear that because the b boys are distracted by it it's like, well tell the boys not to be fucking creeps mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah there's that too joe reveals to Joe and Shay sort of have a makeup conversation and Joe tells Shay that like I've felt bad for you since I met you because I had my dad my whole life and you just got him now and as much as we seem to not really like each other like every girl wants her dad right like I wish I had a dad you know and I felt bad that you didn't and now you do and I'm happy and I'm glad that you're here so they kind of bend fences well but Joe says that I kind of never had my dad either because he's just oh, yeah. he's not the dad that anyone would want <laughs> you know i'm happy yeah. for you that you're happy but kyle's not you know hasn't been a great dad to me which is pretty obvious by this point yeah pretty clear <laughs> in fact i wish shay stood up for joe a little more and be like hey don't talk to her like that <laughs> that's yeah, not exactly. cool why do you make her feel bad all the time they see an out of kind of an out of it girl there's a girl with like red dyed hair and a nose piercing which i'm surprised is allowed at this camp i'm surprised they won't like take that out of your fucking nose the second you get here but sort of stumbling out of seth's office and they're like what is that about again this is a girl whose name we do not know she will never speak she's just you know this girl that they see and they sort of peek in there to see like the door she came out of is seth's office and the men are just in there praying and behind his desk there's sort of yeah, like this locked door, and they're like, oh, I wonder what that is. I wonder if that's the box. But we never do find out what was going on, what went on with that girl, unless... You know. that, that's what I mean. Like, you think, like, they would have went up to the girl, like, what happened in there? Like, are you, like, what happened to you? But they, yeah, they worried about, like, the box, and then they ran away or whatever. But that's what I'm saying. Like, when they, when they leave that office, I was like, what was going on in there? That's what I wanted to know that I never really got to know. I mean, nothing good. We can assume that. Yeah, definitely <laughs> Something not. gross I mean, I mean, and something yeah, not good. 
Yeah, I probably don't want to know, but it was like that's where like I was like, yeah, these guys are gnarly and bad. Like, you could have leaned more towards that, and it would have been scarier than anything. So that night, uh, Shay sneaks off with Gabe to sort of one of the kind of the peripheral cabins out in the woods somewhere. I don't know what the layout of this thing is, but and they're making out, and somebody's banging on the door of the cabin, and Gabe's getting mad. He's like, "Hey, I'm trying to get laid in here," and then Shay's like, "Oh shit, well." Like, you just said the loud part quiet and the quiet part loud. Like, you you know, yeah. you sort of revealed your intentions here. And she's like, well, that's not cool. That's, I mean, thanks for announcing it, I guess. Now I know. But so she sort of storms off, and rightfully so. Well, there's also, like, there's way more banging on the cabin. Like, the roof and the walls and dust has fallen down. And they're like, let's get out of here. This is crazy. Um, and on her way back to the girl's cabin, she sees another sort of peripheral cabin that's kind of lit up and she peeks in the window and her sister joe is in there having sex with jack so if joe was pure before she's not anymore no definitely not pure in very much quotation marks mind you <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not my opinion and then that night the kyle and pastor seth show up at the girl's cabin and sort of take joe they're like we know what you we know you're out we know what you did and joe assumes that shay because Shay and Joe, like, made eye contact through the window while Joe was having sex, which is... That's weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't look at yeah, yeah, your sister. Yeah. But there was an acknowledgement there that, like, oh, you see me. And so she assumes that Shay narked her out and told him. Joe's like, Shay's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Why would I? I would never do that. But they, they sort of take Joe away in the night, and we don't see her again for a while, and Shay's going to spend most of the rest of the movie. Like, where the hell's my sister at? <laughs> Probably not investigating hard enough, but... He's asking, like, does it, has anybody seen Joe? Do you know where my sister is? That's what I was wondering the whole time, because even after she came back, you still didn't know what the hell happened, really. I don't remember them saying it. I mean, she should be kicking doors down but <laughs> to find her. But Well, she kind of does. She goes to Seth's office and kind of storms in there and is like, goes straight to that door and is like, what is this? Is this the box? Is my sister Joe in here? And she opens it, and it's just a closet with extra shirts and shoes and stuff. And Convenient. then Pastor Seth has... Some kind of attack where he is vomiting up black goo, but I think I oh. think that's just in her head because he doesn't acknowledge it at all. Like he's having like a coughing fit, and then he's like spitting up this black shit, and his reaction isn't like, "Oh my god, what's happening to me? Go get help!" He's just yelling at her to get out. Like this yeah, happens then, all the time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then he was fine after that, like back to normal. Like that would have been a case for yeah, let's go get some help because I just threw up black stuff. <laughs> yes, a lot of it. So I yeah. think that's just in her head. Yeah, it's got to be all that stuff with like the flashing and the lights, like with the thing, like all that thing. Yeah, it was just her seeing it. And it might be, maybe it's sort of kind of supposed to be a red herring of like, oh, maybe this guy's like a secret demon or something. But that never, that never happens or comes to anything. So I'm, I'm sold on the idea that it's just her seeing things and that didn't actually happen at all. And that's what I thought too. Like once that happened, I was like, oh, this guy's like, is he like? actually the devil or something i mean he is but not the way they but yeah 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 <laughs> he's a fucking devil all these guys are yeah back at the girl's cabin lacy is having a complete mental breakdown because she kissed a boy and now that means she's trash and her father will never forgive her and like that's the mentality that you put these girls in with this filling their head with this bullshit you know, when they're like, like what like 15 years old or something or 16 or what? i don't even know how old they actually were in the movie but yeah, I think they probably range between 15 and 17, because I'm sure if they were yeah. 18, they would have the 
legal right to say I'm not coming to this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go fuck very yourself. True. Very true. But the girls are trying to calm her down, you know, like, no, it's okay. Like, it's like you kissed a boy, and that's no big deal. You know, she's like, no, I'm trash now. And they give her some of Kellyanne has some like anti anxiety meds. And they're like, okay, take one of these and calm down. And they make the mistake of giving Lacey the whole bottle to just take at her leisure, I guess, which will come back to haunt them. It's the night of the big purity ball. It's this dance. Everybody's dressed up. It's gross and weird. There are boys with swords guarding the door, like with swords crossed. So you can't fuck it. Once you like they greet you when you come in. It's like this cool flourishy entrance. But then once you're everybody's in, they like walk down the door with these swords blocking the path like no one that's no right. one exits i i forgot about that i did forget about that part yeah that was weird too when they're like you can't go outside you can't leave it's like wait what like who are you and what is going on right now yeah and there's a line shay looks at the one sort of the shorter kid with the sword and she's like don't i know you from somewhere and he doesn't answer yeah, and i don't know what that even is in reference to because i don't remember seeing that kid before but it's, okay, so I wasn't. It wasn't just me. No, you're not yeah, crazy. Same thing. When I saw that too, and she was like, "Do I know?" And I was like, "Wait, what?" Then I'm like trying to think of like, "Wait, where was he before?" I'm like, I don't remember seeing him ever. Yeah, it's possible we both missed it, or else it's. Po- I mean, it's also possible that there's scenes cut out of this to get it down to ninety minutes. Or so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. But it was actually the way you just said before. Like, you, we're getting through this quick. It was a nice runtime, though. It was like an even like hour and a half. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a nice 90-minute smooth ride anytime. Oh, that, dude, instantly you're, you're gets, that instantly makes anything slightly better. <laughs> yeah, man. All these movies nowadays are like two hours of stuff, and it's killing me. I mean, if it can support that, fine. But I don't need fucking filler. I don't need, you know. Exactly. That's the thing. Is like these movies are long, and I'm like, you could have easily cut some stuff out that was unnecessary, and it's just dragging. But anyway, I digress. No, that's digressions are part of what we do here. <laughs> Seth gives all the fathers these keys on a chain. Like, I'm giving these these keys. These are the keys to your daughter's purity. I'm giving them to the fathers. And one day you'll pass them on. Like, it's your sacred duty to hold these keys. They represent your daughter's chastity and purity. And what one day you'll give them to their husbands at their wedding. So sort of pass fuck permission to their whatever. And I thought for sure they were about to bust out chastity belts. I know, right? That's what I think Like, what do you... But, like, if I got married to one of those girls and the dad came up and gave me the key, I'm like, dude, I don't fucking want that. Please don't give me that. That's weird. Also, I've already fucked your daughter, like, 38 times. <laughs> right, exactly. Because not like, for nothing. I, d- I don't see the merit, and I, 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 don't s- I don't understand what's so great about a virgin in the first place. Yeah, it's made into such a huge deal like i never got it i still really don't i mean if that's like if that's what you personally want to do whatever do what you want to do but the way it's like beaten into these people it's just like what like it's not that big of a deal especially if you like somebody like and you or you're in love with somebody before marriage like it like it's gonna happen well especially on your wedding night which should theoretically be like the best night of sex of your life, right? Except that's not going to happen if you're both fumbling virgins who don't know what the fuck you're doing. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> it's going to be so horrible. <laughs> like, who wants that? Yeah, it would be very, very This bad. whole The whole waiting till you're married to have sex thing is bonkers to me. It, I don't know. Be, I don't get it. They, yeah, it becomes this giant, like, 
thing. Like, and it's like, it's, I mean, I guess it's a big deal, but it's like, it's not like sex. It, they make it this huge deal. Like on your marriage night, like consummate the marriage. It's like, but it's, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it, it's just fucking wacky to me. Like, it's just so wacky. <sighs> Religion is cancer. Yeah, I'm not religious. I, I, I got confirmed to a, my local church when I was a kid because I was forced to go, and as soon as that was done, I never went back again. Well, because you reached the age of reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, even before that, though, even when I was a little kid going to church and stuff, I always was like, this is fucking weird, man. Why is everybody, like, saying the same shit? And it was always just really weird for me. Oh, boy. Yeah, I thought for sure they were going to bust out chastity belts, but then they didn't, so I was like, okay. The keys are merely symbolic. I guess that's better. <laughs> it's still not great, but no, it's at least not. I don't have to I don't watch these girls better. getting strapped into metal harnesses or some shit. Wouldn't put it past them, though. No, it wouldn't have surprised me at all. Uh, when nobody's looking, Lacey, the pastor's daughter, takes this entire bottle of pills because she's over all of this. She's tired of living this way. And, you know. All, all because she kissed a boy. All because she kissed a boy and she knows her father will never forgive her. And that's the thing. She says, I'm, it's not God I'm scared of, it's my father. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, he's carrying around the gun the whole time. What does he do at home? <laughs> well, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, there's been lots of scenes where she, like, comes into the room looking like she, not crying, but looking like she was just crying. And you're wondering, like, okay, what, what, are the, what conversation was she just having with Pastor Seth that we didn't see? Yeah. Not a good one. No, definitely not. It's like berating her. But Joe Joe reappears. She's back from her quote unquote prayer. And she's trying to play it off, but she's like, Oh my god, where were you? And she's like, I had to pray, like, don't worry about it. So she's really been ground down, uh, whatever was going on. But she reveals to Shay, she says, Look, I have to tell you something. Kyle I know Kyle told you he didn't know about you until you showed up at his until your mom died, but that's not true. He knew about you the whole time. Your mom used to call and beg him for help, and he refused, and it was a huge hassle between my mom and him. <laughs> that, that this girl he knocked up years ago keeps calling and asking for help, but he knew about and you. Just, and just when you think he wasn't a big piece of shit, he's a real big piece of shit. Yeah, there's no redemption arc for this guy. He gets worse and worse every, <laughs> every second. Yeah, it just, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And then they have this, they're going to have this contract signing where the girls, I can't imagine these are legally binding, but more symbolism. The girls and the dads are signing, like, I, you know, me, the dad, is in charge of shielding her purity and whatever, and me, the daughter, is going to stay pure for my dad and for Jesus and blah, blah, blah. And Shay refuses to sign. Good for her. Partially because all of this is weird and not what she thought, but also because Kyle is not who I thought he was. My dad is... Oops, my dad's a piece of shit. The dad I always wanted and longed for and finally got. Turns out I would have been better off without him anyway. So she's not having any of that. Kellyanne also doesn't sign, but for a different... She's just like, look, I believe in all this stuff, but it's it's God's business. It's like it's a deal I'm making with God, and my dad has nothing to do with it. And I'm sorry I'm embarrassing I... you in front of all the other dads, but like I'm not signing this. Like I'm cutting out the middleman. This is between me and the Lord. Which, better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Lacey tries to... Seth has his big speech about, oh, you know, this is Lacey's 10th one, and here we are, and everybody sign your thing. And Lacey tries to take... She's like, I have something to say, and tries to take the microphone. And Seth's like, no, 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 no. No one needs to hear from you. And that's the last yeah. straw for her. Well, Shay also won't sign, because she says, I can't sign that because I'm not a virgin. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course, so Kyle just looks devastated, like it's any of your goddamn business. And Shay gets, they wheel out a cage, literally like a metal, a steel cage on wheels that they lock Shay in because she's like the snake in the garden who's, we had a, we had a real nice deal with these purity balls going until this Shay girl showed up. So she must be the problem. We're going to lock her in this cage. And then we find out, because who's, who's wheeling this cage in? Gabe and Jack, the boyfriends, who are moles. Yes. Yep. Who work for Pastor Seth. To like be out there as like temptation for the girls to see if they'll pass the test, which is yeah, that's, that's extra whack. Like, <laughs> yeah. like not only are you trying to enforce this virginity and this purity, but you're like actively trying to get them to fuck up so that you can be mad at them about it. Like, what, yeah, exactly. Dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, what? God, die. Like, because that's why. I, yeah, that caught me off guard. Like, oh, he's like testing. I'm like, well, you're already beating it into them. Now you're like emptying them too at the same time i'm like fucked up man but thematically that kind of you know with lilith it kind of that kind of goes back to the garden of eden story right where god's like check it out the most beautiful apple tree you've ever seen don't you fucking eat that apple look at it though it's so it looks so goddamn delicious right i'm so glad i made this apple for you guys don't you eat that apple you know what i mean (laughs) it's the same shit (laughs) it's it's the dawn of time (laughs) yeah god likes fucking with people yeah pretty much lacy grabs Pastor Seth's gun, and for a second you think she's going to shoot him, and you're getting ready to stand up on yourself and cheer, but then she puts a gun in her own mouth and kills herself. Because she can't Which take, was, she that, can't take this anymore. Yeah, that, that was heartbreaking, because it was like, man, you should have just fucking shot him. But it's like, now you, you killed yourself because you thought you were trash, because you kissed the boy, because you're... Like, it was just like, oh, that was like depressing. I was like, poor girl. Well, she had already committed to suicide, because she took the whole bottle of pills... And then that didn't work. Like, I thought I'd be dead by now, but it, those weren't strong enough or something. I didn't take enough or whatever. So this is my other exit, I guess. Yeah, a, a gun in the mouth will do it. And and he, here's, yeah, here all of this has been pretty realistic so far as far as the purity stuff. But once, once the cage came out and you're locking a girl in it, I would have to think at least some of these dads would be like, hold on a second. Are we taking this a little too far? yeah i didn't sign up for this but no everybody's on board so that might be it that's a bit of an exaggeration probably from real life but you would hope so you would hope so but again it's it's awful and terrible in real life and it shouldn't happen cages are no cages the whole thing is a cage mentally and emotionally yeah that's actually yeah that's exactly what it is but shay lets lilith in she's hearing lilith in her head like let me in. I can take care of this. The re- the reckoning, the return, or whatever. And so she sort of lets Lilith in. Lilith ha- takes over her body, and she's able to like control the men to like kneel before her and like start smashing their own heads on the ground, which is pretty satisfying. Oh yeah, that's goddamn! I forgot about that. Yeah, they just started bashing their heads in the ground. I was like, oh man. Yeah, she's making them all sort of hurt themselves, and there's nothing they can do about it. It's a real like you've spent our whole your our whole lives controlling us. Now you have no control, and I control you. And you're not better than us, you know. You're not greater than us. So you know the message is maybe a little on the nose, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But the, this is the only place where the supernatural element I think works because you need this for sort of the catharsis of the revenge and getting you know because these girls wouldn't have been able to do this on their own probably without demonic intervention oh yeah no they yeah but yeah the rest of the movie didn't need it at all 
Yeah, and then some candles get knocked over and the cabin or the chapel or whatever starts on fire and the girls all just walk out together and leave these fathers to burn and I'm here for it. Burn them all. Yeah, that's that's where, I mean, I, yeah, I loved it. Like, great, perfect. But I was like, how do you explain that when you're done? Like, you guys just walked into this field. Like, when you go home, you're like, oh, yeah, mom, by the way, like, dad's dead. Well, I think the idea is that now led by Lilith, these girls are on a mission that they are going to scour the earth and kill all men, maybe? I don't know. (laughs) That's what I figured, because I was like, there's no way, like, they're walking together, like, they're, like, almost not under, I mean, maybe, like, under Lilith's spell, because, like, they're just following. Well, they have the the leader that they needed to take a stand. Yeah, and it's like, I guess, yeah, let's just go, I'll call the men up now. (laughs) Or at least root out. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if they're going to kill all men in general or the the bad ones, air quotes, but how do you know who a bad one is until it's too late, you know? So maybe just yeah, kill exactly. them all and let God sort them out. I'm fine <laughs> yeah, with that. Right? Myself included, probably. So, And that's pure. I Overall, I enjoyed it. Again, I think the supernatural stuff doesn't, until the very end, doesn't work for me at all. And it's a perfectly scary and fucked up and creepy movie just with the real life shit in it, but I, you know, an enjoyable 90 minutes. I think all of these Hulu Into the Dark movies, it, it's kind of a mixed bag. Some of them are... I've never seen one that's, like, great. I've seen... This is, like, the fifth one I've seen. But I've never seen any that are terrible. They're all kind of like, yeah, all right. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, like this movie, yeah, it was good. Like, I, like, I'm glad I watched it. Like, will I ever watch it again? Probably not, but it was good. And but like I do love the ending. I'm thinking about it more. So I can picture it in my head now too. The way that Lilith was controlling the men and like the way they were like on their knees and then up and standing. I did really like that scene. I thought that was really well done though. It was just that was dope. Yeah. So, oh, and the supernatural stuff beforehand, like all the stuff previous to that. You're right though, because it actually left me with more questions than answers. Actually, like because like you said, like was it just Shay seeing it or? what like was it real or not like that's where i was like well what was that but i guess it doesn't matter yeah yeah i don't know i guess the filmmakers thought like just just this purity stuff is scary enough on its own to be a horror movie i i disagree <laughs> i disagree <laughs> i think you could have taken the supernatural stuff out altogether and you still have a, a a window into an all too real bit of horror that this country has built that we really need to find a way to do away with yeah, it's not, it's not uh, healthy. It's not healthy. No, it's not. It's wild. Like I mean, you reach it on the internet about whatever. It's just like, like, man, like I'm living on a different planet than some of these people. It seems that is very, very true. And that's it for pure. It is that time of the episode where I press the magic button to see what next week's movie, chosen completely at random from everything streaming, will be. Uh, pressing the magic button right now. <clears throat> <laughs> well, still horror, a movie I have seen, a movie, in fact, that I kind of adore, which is rare for this show. Uh, next week's movie is Record 3, Genesis. Or do you just say Wreck? Is it Wreck or Record? I don't know, but I didn't see that one. The uh, the found footage zombie movies? Wreck? Wreck 2? Wreck 3? I don't know if you're supposed to say it Wreck or Record, but... I... Yeah, I, I, I would, uh, who the hell knows, honestly. But found footage is like one of my favorite things in the world, though, I will say that. Well, then I, well, I kind of, I recommend Rec 3, even though it 
abandons the found it's found footage for like the first 20 some minutes and then it just becomes a regular movie so that might turn you off but uh, yeah next week's movie it's on tubi for everyone free to watch uh yeah rec three spanish language kind of found footage film zombie movie that i really really like and i think has the the ending of that movie is maybe the most romantic thing i've ever seen in a movie <laughs> and i really really love it you wouldn't think so in a zombie movie but so that'll be fun that's next week's episode for everyone yeah, Rec 3 on Tubi from, what year did that come out? 2012. So everybody watch that for next week. Uh, where can people, once one more time, where can people find you, social media and places, sir? Um, I Luckily, I just looked at it. Um, my Instagram <laughs> is cmcginnis, C-M-A-G-E-N-N-I-S. My Twitter is chrismcginnis12, and my YouTube page is youtube.com slash chrismcginnis and that's all I have on social media. And Slasher, but I don't know what my name is on Slasher. I think it's C. McGinnis, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I try to just use it, but it's amazing how many other McGinnises there are in the world that take, like, the name. Yeah, imagine what it was like trying to do uh, That's So Random as a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. It's hard nowadays. Everything's taken all the time. Myself, I am at Heath Lambert 78 on Twitter. The show is at that's so random p2 uh the show is on slasher mastodon hive tiktok all under some form or other of that's a random that's a random pod that's a random podcast it can't be that hard to find i never do the rate review subscribe thing but fuck it why not go ahead um i'm terrible promoting myself but <laughs> go check out all chris's stuff please do please do yeah Thanks to Chris for joining me this episode and uh, hey, having not a, problem. a good my conversation. Uh, my best to Beth and her mom. And yes. um, I just, I, 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 I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic and I love love. And I like seeing two people who found each other through, I wouldn't say abnormal means, but not, you know, <laughs> not the meat cute you would expect. You know, horror, horror, but horror brings people together in, in such a great way. Yeah, it and, is a beautiful uh, thing. And, and I love that. And Chris is a cool guy with uh, impressive facial hair. <laughs> no one oh, can see it, but you. go look at his pictures and stuff and you'll see. It's a real work of art. It is. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I love this thing. Okay, you've been working on that for a while. I have. It's, this is uh, just about a year right now. I could never. <laughs> I can't even grow <laughs> proper anything. But that's just me. All right, everybody. See you back here next week for Record 3. On behalf of Chris and myself, have a great week. Goodbye. Take it easy.